Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to question number 29. At what point do I magically become confident? It's my conversation with my friend Brett and this one goes deep. That sounds sexual. I got distracted by that. Oh geez, that's good. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. What are you asking? You talking to me? Pop quiz, hot shot. Quick to call. I'm here as always with my wife, my friend, my... Dumpling maker. My dumpling maker. We're in our kitchen right now. We just got done eating dinner. Strider is on the laptop on the counter. Why does he always go for laptops and sit on them? Because it's warm. So weird. Okay, I'm going to keep this short because we are... It's already been two minutes. I'm keeping this short because we're heading out to go to the North Shore this weekend. And I need to pack. So I'm going to go pack here in a second. But Did you want people to know that you're going to the North Shore? I like people to know that we're traveling. Why Why do you always make it sound like I'm bragging? Because I'm just calling you out. <laughs> because I'm right. <laughs> I'm not bragging. We're, we, it's, this is one of those where sometimes I record the intro the night before, but this is, I'm going to record it right now. Are you closing your eyes because you're bored? No, my eyes are dry. It's fine. Okay. I'm just going to make this quick. I'm not going to dive into a ton about what we talk about. Nobody asked a question this week on itunes rude for those of you that have been following the podcast you know that every week we ask sarah a question those questions come from you the listeners listen i think a question next episode would be awesome i love asking questions so head over to itunes scroll all the way to the bottom right there there's stars the format is weird now i know is it com- it's kind of confusing it's just not intuitive it's not intuitive some people listen to this on stitcher uh, this is going to be up on Spotify very soon. I'm going through all the legal stuff with that, but that'll be nice. Well, you don't care about this. No, okay. but it's interesting that you're doing that. Yeah. So that'll be way easier, but either way, head over to iTunes, rate, comment, and subscribe. Five stars only. And in your questions, not in your questions, in your comments, leave a question for Sarah and we'll read that to her next episode. Let's move on. Brett is a buddy of mine. All right, here's here's why we're making this short and why this is, but I still want to do this with you. With this podcast, I have the questions. Those are the main episodes that I do. But within those, I have a few uh, interludes is what I'm calling them, where I break out. I don't, you're, you're not a part of those. They're just whatever comes to mind. And that was the plan for this conversation with Brett. I knew we were playing together this weekend. We've had crazy amounts of deep conversations whenever we get together. And we were always ending up, every time I play with Brett, we end up laughing at some point and we end up talking about something super heavy. And I felt like he'd be a perfect person to do an interlude. We'll just sit in the green room and have a conversation real quick, throw it up and it'll be fun. I I wouldn't do my normal research that I do with other guests or all that stuff. Anyways, we got to talking and the conversation was so awesome and it was so deep and so personal for me that I decided that this needs to be a main question episode, whatever you want to call this. So, I know that I need to 
have you on all the intros because you're the best part about these intros. Let's be real. Um, so I'm going to, real quick here, I'm going to pull out my phone. I'm going to look at Strider. You look at Strider for a second. String bean. Meow meows. I'm going to pull up 30 seconds. I have you on the intro. So for 30 seconds, you're going to entertain me starting now. Now I'm going to tell you a story from when I was a little girl. On. <clears throat> um, the first time I went fishing with my dad, the first and only time, uh, I was surprised at how boring it was, and I caught one fish, one very small fish, and it turns out that it was poisonous, and I told everyone that story the rest of my childhood. That was exactly 30 seconds. I... <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> is that it? Is that the end of the story? Well, I wrapped it up quickly because I saw the timer running out. Oh, do you want to expound on that? So the fish no, was poisonous. I mean, I caught one fish and it was poisonous and my dad had to throw it back in. And I told all of my friends my whole childhood, I caught a fish once and it was poisonous. And, just, and that was your impressive story. That's like, yeah, that's the whole story. <sighs> I love that. But I was somehow kind of proud of it, like that it was poisonous or something. Ugh. Yeah. You're adventurous. It's not my best story ever, but oh, I did pull it out I, of my that, ass. So. That's probably the best 30 seconds of my day hmm. right there. Okay, anyways. Hovi, this is goofy because we're sitting in our kitchen. One cat, Luna, is running around. And Strider is sitting, staring at Luna while he sits on our laptop. But I want to say, in this conversation with Brett, we talk about how he and I struggle with about a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. We get super existential, talking about how we look at other musicians and people and friends that we know that are confident and how we are learning to tune ourselves to our own frequency, the frequency of our future self and our present self. It's going to make sense when people listen to this, but I will say it, I have become such a better person being around you because I feel like you more than just about anybody else I know are tuned to your own personal frequency. You're confident. You're not second-guessing yourself like I do constantly. Mm-hmm. And I just love that about you. I dance to the beat of my own drum. Yeah. Is there? Is that just natural? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. Thanks for sitting down with me again. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we move in on this topic? You kind of know what we talked about. Yeah. I'm you, excited to listen to it. Yeah. Mostly I'm distracted by the cats chasing each other. Oh my gosh. Strider, leave Luna alone. He looks guilty. He's so cute though. Anyway, are you going to pose a question for people to call the hotline? I don't have a question for people. I mean, if the answer is no, then just cut this out and don't actually tell me something. Well, no, I I was (laughs) thinking about that. And here is what I would love. The hotline, people can call in and answer a question, ask a question, talk about this podcast. I've been taking some of those voicemails and putting them in episodes to make this the most interactive podcast in the history of the world. Uh, but this week, I think it'd be cool with the with the hotline. If people called in, I, would, I, I feel like this conversation may resonate with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I would love for, after people listen to this conversation with Brett, if they feel like it resonated with them, if they feel encouraged by it, or if they have more insights, something that's helped them with some of the topics we talk about, 
call the podcast hotline, leave a message, and I will share that on next week's question because I feel like that would be encouraging. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear some of your thoughts on this episode. The podcast hotline number, let's be real, you're driving, you're doing dishes in your home, you're most likely not, you're most likely listening to this on your phone, so you're not going to write this down. But in the show notes on iTunes or the website, thecuriouspod.com, head over there, there's an interactive map where this episode and all others, see, even right now, I'm getting in my podcasting voice. Okay, is that bad? No, it's not bad because it's good, it's clear, it's focused, it's a little bit quicker. Mm. It's a little bit more intentional, but this conversation with Brett just made me think, I I just want to bring more, even more possibly of myself to these conversations and these intros. And So like maybe more rambly and long-winded yeah, more rambly, and ambiguous. Yeah, maybe stumbling <laughs> over my words more. But I would, I would, I'm just in, I'm curious, ooh, I'm curious if there's anybody else out there listening mm-hmm. to this that resonates with some of the things we talk about in this episode. Call the podcast hotline. All right, let's dive into my conversation. Brett, you're the man. Thanks for sitting down with me. Oh, this is kind of funny. While we're sitting there having this conversation, uh, we, we're in the middle of playing uh, different sets. And we were going to sit in the green room, but the rest of the band was in the green room. So we walked around trying to find a place, and there was like this warehouse sh- shed Okay. It's kind of like the, they have where they have ladders and extra gear and like where they put all the extra lights or something. It's this room and there's like I think it's probably where uh, a lot of people would load in because mm-hmm. there's big garage doors and stuff like that. There's the trash cans are in there, but and it's stuff. attached to the building. Yeah, but oh. we just went in there, pulled out a couple chairs, and sat there. It was hilarious. But people kept walking by and did not give a single crap that we were recording. We were sitting there with microphones. Yeah. And at some point, a guy walks in the room and starts pulling down a ladder by himself and drops it. And so it's super loud. Oh, my gosh. Uh, some older dude comes rolling, rolling through with uh, a trash can. And we, were, we just thought it was hilarious. Can we go now? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in the middle of a shed room in between a couple of sets that we're playing. Essentially, everybody else is in the green room. And we had to get out to chat. And I have no idea what we're doing right now. I should move my phone so it doesn't have interference. Okay. This probably won't be long because we don't have a, a ton of time. Right. But I'm trying to think of even where to start with this. The, all right. The reason we're sitting down right now, we were going to grab coffee, but it just made sense today. Yeah. Because we just got back into having conversation. And it is one of the reasons I've been, I've been doing this podcast. So you know Donnell? Yes. Uh, she was the first episode I did, and I'm just convinced, and tell me if you think this is true, if you've experienced this, you're in a green room, sitting around, and someone drops like a massive wisdom bomb, like something super deep, and you look around to see if anybody else caught right. this really deep statement, yeah. or maybe you even said it, and it just floats over everybody's heads, right. everybody's goofing everybody's around. Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's on their yeah. phone, and you think, man, if we would just stop for a second, and think about what you just Let's said. Just unpack what you just, just unpack dropped just on the, us, yeah. Every little bit of what you just said. It's just so epic. Yeah. So that happened. I'm that happened with us like a few weeks ago. We right. get in this conversation. We're in a green room hanging out, and I'm like, dude, this is so deep. We've got to sit down, right? Because. I, I, we wouldn't have naturally thought like, oh, let's get together and like record like a podcast interview right. or something. And this isn't like an interview. Right. It's just I want to hear more about what you were talking about with that. 
But yeah, I think I, th- I think the the our main t- like the main point of our topic wasn't it? It was potential self, right? Like, yeah, we were, we're, is that what kind of triggered? Yes. The- and I love I love this because you are I, from the times we've hung out. I think we have a similar resting vibe, and that is when I'm am in rest, like my natural not trying self when I'm in a green room. It's just I go straight to goofy, right? Like goofing around. And I feel like you are too. Right. You're always like, we're like cracking jokes. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you the other day you were like, dude, I have all these deep thoughts. <laughs> but just because we're goofing around, yeah, it doesn't necessarily lend itself. I think to that's it. that's kind of like it's like the element of surprise with me is that everybody. I, I think to a fault, I I go into that that mode of always. Um, making jokes or always like trying to lighten whatever situation I'm, I go into. But <clears throat> when I'm not being inappropriate or saying stupid things, I'm like really contemplative. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like I'm some intellectual. I, I, I just, I'm just not saying I'm not an intellectual. I'm just like, I think my brain, if I had a higher IQ level, I for sure would be, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just stuck in this place of, uh, in life, I'm just kind of like, there's a lot of interesting ideas that I'm, I'm starting to just be able to articulate, I think is the word like, you know what I mean? If there are thoughts, there are thoughts that are, are, have always kind of been there, but it's taken a lot of life and experience to be able to get somebody's sounds like it's a toilet over there. There's a, (laughs) there's like a hose draining water. It sounds like somebody's (laughs) peeing in the corner of this back woodshed room. We're in exactly. We're in a garage. Okay. So, so you, you so say I, you just are being able, able to articulate it or you're saying just that you now want being to. able to articulate that to be able to have that thought come out and have it be coherent. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, where, where we, yes. where we had it, we would have an idea and then we would, ex, you know, expound on it and we would talk and we would go deep with it. It all starts from being able to articulate a thought. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have a, maybe a thought you haven't really unpacked yourself or you're really trying to figure it. But when you say it yes. to somebody else and like you said, you're kind of tuned into that same, uh, mode of, um, like you, you know, podcast, Rob's a curious person. You know, so <laughs> there's a curiosity about like, you know, there's a little more going on than what we, you know, like I feel like you live, you're touching the metaphysical as much as, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not just yes. always in this realm. You're kind of like, I think we connect and you connect with people on, on a more metaphysical level. So I think that's probably what draws you to yes. deeper conversations with people. But do you think that is because we both, just like I said about it, like our resting state mm-hmm. of and just having fun, goofing off. Right. I feel like, do you feel, do you feel like that's, makes people want to put you in a box? Are you saying it's just maybe not socially acceptable to get to that state unless it's an intentional, we're going to have a deep conversation right now. Do you I, feel like people want to put you in a box? Yeah, and I think it's, I, I get myself in trouble more than people put me like in that box. And, and I've, I'm sure people deal with this. It's like part of being, you know, I feel like it's it's wit and there's gems that come out one out of every hundred when you, when, yes. you know what I mean? When you, when you take the filter off, and you let it fly. You say something funny. It's like, you might say some funny stuff, but every once in a while, it's got the room rolling on the floor. And those moments are worth it. And it's and sometimes it's like you have to, you know, obviously, you know, based on your environment and where you're at, you got to, you know, 
be careful what you say, but yeah, I try not to filter myself too much because I so enjoy those moments when people are like, that's not funny. Why am I laughing? And then, and then pretty soon they're crying laughing. Yes. And, I, and I love being able to make people laugh like that. So I have a hard time when I have to censor myself, when I have to be like mature and not say yes. inappropriate things and yes. stuff like that. Because so, not everybody can flip back and forth. Yes. And then I have, and then there's this rebellious nature in me that when I have to go into censor mode, then I almost fight it and I'm even worse and I get, you know what I'm saying? So it's probably, 100%. So I don't want to make it sound like it's some kind of like, talent or so it's more of like it's probably more of like a fault or it's just immaturity in a sense but i do have conversations with people sometimes and i can see the look of oh my gosh this guy isn't a complete tool bag (laughs) do you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah and that's a good gauge of knowing like well am i am i pouring it on too much am i too like am i you know when i when i kind of try to think of like what am I like when I'm around new people and stuff? That insecurity yes. kind of drives me to be the goofball and then nobody takes me seriously. And that's probably why I keep my mouth shut most of the time because people will probably think I'm, if I start going like, so like, what do you, what do you think about like the universe? Like people are going to laugh because they're going <laughs> to be like, think are you being funny? Yeah. Dude, that I can relate to you so much. That started with, that ha- started happening with this podcast for me because I'm the exact same way people I'll, I'll try to make a serious comment and it's not being taken seriously and so right. when i first started doing this podcast and people sat down and they listened to it and then they came up to me and they're like dude you're having some deep conversations yes i have deep <laughs> thoughts i'm not just goofing around all the time right uh but then because i'm so polarizing uh when i get into and i don't know if you're this way because you have it's not like you do a podcast all the time or a side right. thing where you're just only being serious. But my brain tries to segment me into being goofy Rob or being serious right. Rob. And so sometimes in these podcast episodes or conversations that are deeper, I have a harder time bringing the humor into that. And I've been right. realizing the past year, I need to like embrace both sides because I am so self-conscious of everything you're saying. If I go back in my goofy self, I've seen so many people not take me seriously right. that I don't want that to happen within the, this podcast conversation. Yeah, And you also feel like you may lose like, um, if you're maybe approaching a, a more serious or contemplative subject, so you feel like the humor is going to send you out of the, that place of, of t- you know what I mean? Like a serious conversation. Yeah. You know what I, mean? well, I think for me, for me, it's all <laughs> self-conscious with the other person. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm just thinking it's just, Oh, it sounds so lame to say it, but it's most likely coming from a place of insecurity right. of thinking this person's not going to take me seriously. What I, how do, how do I have to be for this person right. instead of just embracing the wholeness of like the goofy side, the serious side and everything and just yeah. say, screw what people think. Uh, that's, I think that's kind of a huge part of life right yeah. now is being able to Bye, Taylor. See you, Taylor. Bye. Love you guys. Love you too. Great job. Um, that guy sucks. I hate that guy. <laughs> I hope he listens to the podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, we love you, Taylor, if you're listening back to this. Yeah. <laughs> It's a like part of like being yourself and, and getting to that age where you you're not gonna let insecurity rule your life. Do you know what I mean? I, I've battled yes. with that for so long and I've gotten to the point now where I have to balance it with yes, you, you have to be a certain way in certain environments. You don't wanna turn people off and you wanna be a professional and things like that, but you also wanna you wanna find your authentic self in every situation. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I feel like there's certain situations and certain types of people that like have 
either, either they have a powerful personality or they have a specific type of personality and our relationship dynamic is the, is to the point where it puts me in a place that I don't want to be like it, it makes it, it's like, it's part, it's me there, but it's a me where I'm like, I don't, you know, there's certain people I don't want to be around because I'm like a submissive version of me around this person. And yes. like, you know what I mean? Rather than yes. being able to go into every situation and, and be like my usual self and, and be funny and be, I feel like I go in around certain people. And so I have a hard time maintaining relationships with people who kind of, I don't know, their personality or the way that they kind of dictate how I am. And maybe it's probably more about me than what they're doing. It's just like my perception of them causes me to be a certain way around certain people. So it's, I think that's where insecurity comes from. And then I start oh. feeling like, yes. I'm, I feel like I'm going, I'm not being myself. Why am I not? How come I can't be myself around this person? And then I get even more self-conscious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, man. So there's a lot of environments where I'm crazy like... crazy because I can relate so yeah, much. Where I'm really trying... I'm yes. trying to be myself. I want to just be my authentic self. But it's uh, it's me. I'm kind of putting it on the in the environment and the people around me. But I'm having a hard time just... And, I'm, and I always feel like I lose opportunities. Um, like I'll leave situations and I'll be like, they didn't get to see me. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It, and it, they saw this part of you. Yeah. And it's real. It's me. It's just that it's like, it's not the, like you didn't get a chance to hang out with the full experience yes, of Brett. F- yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Man. Yeah, that is so, especially well put. when it's someone that you that, feel a connection yes. with and you, and you care about what they think about you. And then you like, maybe you have five minutes with somebody that you either admire or you looked up to, or you wanted to get to know. And then you spend five minutes, you leave and you go, Oh, I was such a loser. Oh yes, <laughs> dude! You were. Oh man, you know, I could not have like said that. that. That you is exactly everything you're saying. I am just thinking inside my head. Yes, that's totally me. I struggle with that. Yeah. So, do you have anything? Do you have any trigger warnings in your head as it's going on? As you're hanging with someone, where you say, "Oh, I'm not being my authentic self. I need to snap into that." Or is it right now more of a recognizing this is how I am around this kind of personality type around this person. I'm going to limit my interactions with them. Yeah. And, and I think it's just, like I said, it comes with age and experience and you just start, you can start giving yourself permission to be yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. good or bad consequences or whatever it is, you have to at some point, just allow yourself to yes. be yourself. Do you know what I mean? And, and people, cause like, it's exhausting that yeah. switch that f- to turn the filter on and off right. of what side you're going to be around someone. Uh, it just drains it's the me. story I'm of just... my life. Like I, I, I have to, you know, and that's what's, I work in different environments and I'll be in one environment and we will swear. We'll tell jokes. Well, you know what I'm saying? And then I have, and then I'll go into the, so I think it's, it's finding that place where you're mature enough and developed enough to where you can kind of be the same person all the time because I, I, what really yeah. makes my skin crawl is not being authentic. Like if, if I'm in a, if I, I, I like to, you know, if I swear, I want you to know that I swear. I don't want to swear in environments where it shouldn't be swearing. Yes. But I want to, I, but I, do, I don't want to pretend that I'm something I'm not. Like I'm this really developed person of character. Yes. I want you to know that if I have flaws and I'm, you know, growing and I'm aware of some of this stuff, I want you to know that they're still there. Because the last place I want to get to is a place where I'm living uh, an image, a better image of myself. I want to get there. 
But as I'm going there, I want you to know who I am authentically. Where I am right now. Where I am right now. And yeah. if we can figure out how to be cool with where I am right now, and you and, and I trust you and we're close, yeah. and you want to say, dude, you need to work on this, or you have this, I'll be like, I'll take your feedback, and I'll be like, absolutely, I'm on, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of it, or I'm on it. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So you, I think you have, being like what we're talking about, you have to surround yourself with people that you can trust to give you feedback in, in who mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and feedback in the sense of genuine care for you and knowing all of you and feedback that's, oh, I don't know how to say it other than uh, tailored to you. And where, also that they're giving you the benefit of the doubt. Benefit like you of the need doubt. That's some, a better but way. You yeah. really need some, you need people around your, in your life who, when you say something stupid or you open your mouth, let's say, and it offends everybody around you, you got to have someone around you who I, knows your heart, yeah. who's like, you know, you didn't get enough sleep and you said something stupid or yeah. hey, maybe you should go talk to and, yeah. and let them know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you have, have people in there and I need people like that around me. So I think the key, the kind of the component of this conversation is when I'm in environments where I don't have those people around me, then I'm just second guessing everything. Like, what, does, hmm. am I, you know, what do they think of me? What are, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I leave yes. the situation like, did I say a bunch of stupid stuff? Do they not Man. like me? Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, the ruminating after conversation <laughs> was the bane of my existence. That's right. a big thing I had to give up of when I left a conversation thinking about, oh, so yeah. I shouldn't have said this or I said this mm-hmm. the wrong way. I offended this person. Uh, Especially yeah. if it's in a, in a if it's a negative exchange, I would like live in a f- fake conversation for hours of like what I would have said and how it would have went and like the yes. next you know and then they would have said this and I would have came back with this and yes. you know what I mean like yeah. I, I, I'm I'm doing a lot better at not spending time in that place. I, but I mean, yes. kind of like this is a this is a tangent, but I think the the key that started all of these conversations for us was. How do I, how do I get there? I have this potential, right? And and it's as real to me as anything else that you can think of. And I, and I want to get there. I can imagine what it's like to be there. I know I'm not there. I know when I'm moving towards it, and I know when I'm moving away from it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like, and maybe I will never get like because when I get closer, maybe it'll expand and be. Yes. You know, you know what I mean? It'll my potential will be increased, yeah. or I'll never reach it, or something like that. But I live with it as if it's this real thing. So all these things are tied together of like becoming an authentic person. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being consistently yourself in all environments. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yes. And it's, it's, I think that's. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I'm trying to figure it out. You and I have been having conversations about it. Well, it's this, it, you know? it's this thought that what you're saying right now is even is the kind of where we were, where, what started me wanting to sit down with you and have this conversation in front of microphones of saying, mm-hmm. okay, there's this future me that exists right. and I want to be pulled towards this person. I want to visualize it and ha- have a clear vision of who this person is so I can become this but I'm not there. So how do I be authentic where I'm at right now? Right. But at the same time, uh, I mean, we have a, we have a ton of friends that just assume, well, where you at? You need to be authentic. Where you're at is where you're at. Well, right. no, there is, you can create yourself. There, the future you're always you judging exists. your, you're always judging your current self against your future potential self. And I think that my quote was that your, your future potential, your potential self is beckoning to you from the future all the yes. time. Do you know what I'm saying? So yes. you're in this relationship 
And when it gets really deep is when we go into, maybe there's some things about time that we don't understand that we're kind of stretched across time. And I think you feel most alive when you're fully aligned in the now you may you you have you know we have a past and we have a future yeah but when we're like fully aligned with this very minute we i think we feel most alive we yeah. have the most meaning and but you still like i said i can when we, when we were talking we were i was picturing myself right now in the future thinking about me now hmm. and the things that i'm not doing you know what I mean? Or the there are things that I'm doing that I'm not going to. I'm going to be sitting this to relate it to music. I could be sitting there 10 years from now in my chair wishing I would have just been disciplined and practiced every day so that yes. that's so I could be anything but just to be able to sit down and play and enjoy playing and yes. be at a level. You know what I'm saying? So I can literally picture myself doing that so that is kind of in a way i would be thinking about myself now how i didn't do yes so there's you know what i mean so there's like there's you could say that that's not real but to me that's a real relationship and it's and it's like that for every part every aspect of your life there is if you don't die yes there is a future you that is existing somewhere across time that and it could be an infinite uh, you know number of potential use yes but i feel like there is one that is like your your true authentic potential self if it's you know if you if you get it together or you you know what i mean yes, like, it, absolutely. Like, like it doesn't mean you're gonna be rich and you're gonna be you could be homeless but you would be your character your developed character your kind of whole self yeah you know what i'm saying so that one totally. has the i think that one has the most pull on you and then the ones like right now that I don't know, getting way out here, but the the ones right it. now, like the the world, kind of pulls you away from that all the time. Like everything yes. in life is kind of keeping you from that place, you know, yes. keeping you from that potential. I feel yes. like, you know, so you have to, in a way, you have to think of it as if it's real, and then have a relationship with it, and then always like a, a, a like a star, like the north. constantly have You're, it in focus. Always have it so that you can see it at least if you go off in this direction. You can at least look and see where you're at in reference to your potential uh, self. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so where you're going with this, that I feel like there's a dumbed down version of this, and then there's the deep, super existential right. version. I want to talk about both. But to me, the really tangible, tactical, dumbed down version is something that I've been thinking about the past year or two of future me exists in a very short amount of time. So, for instance, parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, a future me yeah, exists. Yeah, I heard you talking about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so if I'm <laughs> if I'm going like when I parked here today, or if I park in a parking uh, spot with my car, yeah, my future person that's going to leave the mall or the store wherever I'm at in an hour is going to come out, and that person exists. So I what I can do right now is either hook them up or hook myself up right now. Mm-hmm. And oh, this sounds so weird because it sounds so <laughs> meaningless to other people, but we have these conversations where it's like. If I back into the parking spot right now and I, I take the time that is three extra moves to shift and reverse right now, mm-hmm. later future me is hooked up when I leave and I come out to my car, turn it on, and I just drive right, right off. And that's the tiniest thing, but I've been... St- it's that- a perfect metaphor for your life, yes. the way you live your life. Yes, because you know it happens with everything. Like future right. me exists. I have 20 bucks in my wallet right now. Future me exists so I could set this aside in my savings and hook future me up mm-hmm. with an extra 20 bucks. 
right. or interest if and you invest whatever it is. And there's that one future you that didn't get hooked up who's sitting there thinking about past you, like if I would have started my IRA when I was 20. So yes. at one point you were 20 and you were sitting there thinking about starting your IRA. And I yes. feel like maybe there was this, there's this connection where you're, you're communicating with your potential self Yes, and maybe you're now self ignores that and in what you just described with the parking is is sacrifice you're sacrificing the now for something a re, a, you know essentially a reward in the future do you know what i'm saying so you're putting yes. off uh you know something now for a payoff later on down the road and yes. that's that was like <clears throat> that's such a huge thing across every area of life is is learning how to like sacrifice yes you know, we were talking about you know, music, the grind, the 10,000 hours, all of those things are sacrificing the now for this future potential self. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? It's in, it's in relationships. It's in, it's kind of in every area, all the way in the, in the metaphor. It's like you do that, but it's also a metaphor for everything. It's like you're literally hooking up your future self by delaying the gratification of now. And when you get into that habit, let's just say mm. you do the parking thing, all you're doing is kind of strengthening that muscle, that sacrificial yes. muscle yeah. of like just getting used to being like, I don't need that right now. Do you know what I'm saying? And yes. then I think when you do that, you're strengthening that connection to your potential self and you incrementally move closer yes. to that. Do you know what I'm saying? And, 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 so, so when you, and that's why I'm saying when you're in the now and you're aligned and you're in focus, like you're on your way to your potential mm -hmm. self, I feel like that's when you're really the most alive. You're aligned across time with where you're supposed to be, but you're in the now. You're living in the now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Whereas, I mean, what it, some people would call it like, you know, string theory, or if you look, remember we were talking about like if you hit a chord and it's just a little bit out of tune. Yes. It's a clang, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes your life is like that, but when you align yourself with that future potential self and you're heading towards it, I feel like your life becomes more of a tune chord. Okay, you know that's I mean? interesting to me because I, we talked about that, the vibration. I right. feel like myself, uh, I totally relate to that where if I feel like I personally, I personally am in tune, there's days, I can literally feel it, like a day, and I don't know how to explain it, I had this conversation earlier today with Sarah, where I just feel, you just feel slightly out of tune, mm -hmm. like you're not aligned, but the days that you are aligned, and you're saying you think that is alignment with your future self, or the, your, is that what you're saying? Like that, I think that so, is, yeah. Like that's I, your 440 like that, that you're yeah, tuning yourself right. to? I feel like that's, when you are, let's, let's say right, right in front of us right now, there's, you know, an infinite amount of, amount of paths, but let's just take five paths that you can walk down. And one of them leads you to where you should be or, yes. or your potential best, whatever mm -hmm. that it means. And you uh, start walking down a, a wrong path. That's what I'm saying. Like you're not aligned. You're not on that. Like, let's say the middle road is the one you're supposed to be on. Any other one you take, you kind of feel off. You're like, oh, I'm, and, and that's part of like waking up and maybe you, you didn't do maybe what you were supposed to do or you chose to do something that's self-destructive or, yeah. you know what I mean? Or you put off something yes. that you, you said you were going to some discipline yeah. that you were going to commit to, like you put off and you took a different path for that day, you know yeah. what I mean? Or for that hour. Or even as even. small as what you're saying earlier about being with someone and not being true to your complete right. self. That will that's throw another an entire way. day off yeah, for me. For sure. Like that's another way of it. Cause you're not, you're not like, you're, you're basically, like I said, you're out of tune. You're yes. like, 
you know, you're just not vibrating on that, yeah. on that level where you feel like something is right. Yeah. You just feel like something's off. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. But if, if you know, you look at your day or the past couple of days, you could probably figure out pretty quickly what you yeah. did or didn't do that sent you there. You know what I mean? For sure. Man, okay, this... I've been formulating this idea of a switch and that switch is kind of, I think it relates to being in tune, switching in and out of being mm-hmm. in tune for me personally. Cause I can kind of be a man, a man of extremes right. where I, I'm either in tune or out of tune. I'm either eating healthy and working out or I'm totally right. off, <laughs> off the wagon right. with that stuff. You're like uh, all in or all out. Oh yes. Yeah, there gives me so much <laughs> crap all the time about it, but it's like this thought of all in or all out. So for me, a lot of times I have a hard time if I feel out of tune by the middle of the day because for me going to sleep and waking up in the morning is a reset that's Mm -hmm. a second chance every day is a new beginning for me uh but if that happens in the middle of the day or by noon or two o'clock or something where i feel out of tune it's really hard for me to get back in tune for that i don't know if that makes sense for you are you so all that to say i'm curious if you are able to recognize when you're out of tune and snap yourself back into it. Oh yeah. I mean like today I woke up and I, and I was just like, you know, I, I played a show last night and it was kind of like a, it's just one of those gigs where it's like, you have those momentary, like just those moments where you're kind of like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I, like I love music and I always want to be, I, I musical always be a huge part of my life, but there's, certain aspects of playing where I'm kind of like, I might be, I might've done this a few too many times and I, and I might be too old for this. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, And so I had that, I had that moment and I, and I left the gig and I just drove the whole way home. I had to like back down off the ledge. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, just knowing that that what the hell am I doing with knowing, my life right and now? And this is a good point. Exactly. And, and, and I was, I said that to when I hung out with Jasper today. I told him that I said, I, I played a gig and I literally was like, woke up and I went, what am I doing with my life? That yes. was the kind of, kind of gig. And that it's such a good example of how I know that in a way that is, it's going to build character. There's going to be some benefit. It's going to turn me around. I'm going to head down the right road. So ultimately it will lead me to my potential self. But that gig that I did, it doesn't lead me anywhere other than just feeling like I didn't make it or something. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe I missed my chance or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm grateful for the work. I, I love getting paid to play music, but every now and then you know, I'm just human. There's going to be moments where like, I just go like, what am I doing with my life? And yes. that's when I wake up and I feel so far from my potential self or on the right path or yeah. any, any metaphor you could use for it. I feel like I'm just totally out of tune and you're right. I couldn't, I can't snap myself back in like momentarily, but, I reset. I I went and, and I hung with Jasper. It was a really cool experience. And then I I felt it. Like I felt like I needed a reset. You know what yes. I mean? And so like in my car, I I just I like pulled over by this uh there's a little public access off of over by Lino. Oh yeah, Lino, yeah. Lino yeah. on the way to Lino campus yep. or whatever. <laughs> and I just sat there for a little bit. I talk to God, you know what I mean? Like, and those, those are in the moments where like, I want to be really authentic and just 
speak into the into i speak to god you know what I mean? maybe say like i want to speak it into the universe you know yeah. depending on what you believe but that's how i kind of reset like i am completely honest you know what yeah. i mean about where i'm at what i need to mean if i need to forgive myself or if i need to ask for forgiveness or if i need perspective okay. or i could ask god to breathe into me the proper perspective of what happened last night mm. and how I should be feeling or is there really, and, and when I do that, I literally, I'm like, I should be nothing but grateful for the, for my life. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a part of it and that's real. And those emotions are real, but should I sit and linger on it all day? Should I sit and feel bad for myself? And should I be like, <laughs> yeah, a, I didn't make it as a musician and should I quit and all that, you know what I mean? Or and should you just I, get inside your own yeah, head and have those conversations yeah. you talked about and, earlier. But I feel like when I'm talking to God, I can't stay in that place. Cause God will just kind of smack me out of it and go like, what you're just, yeah, you're talking to me, but you're inside your own head talking to yourself. Why don't you talk to me like, and tell me, what's really you know what i mean like if i'm sitting there having an internal dialogue but i'm talking to god saying what i think i need to say almost the same way i have hmm. you know relationships with people mm-hmm. if my external dialogue isn't matching my internal dialogue i don't feel authentic you know what i mean oh so what man that is actually me, really heavy yeah, if so your what, external dialogue yes. isn't matching your internal dialogue right that's when you feel that's when dude. i feel the most inauthentic so yeah in order to have a like a, um, you know, in, in my relationships with people, yeah, I can't be like, if I'm sitting here right and I don't know you, whoop, you're right. <laughs> no worries. You go, we're not helping at all. You're on <laughs> no, your own. We're just sitting here having a combo. We have a guy grabbing a massive ladder from in here, the storage room. <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we were trying, I was trying we're to just, keep, we're... I was trying to keep, I was trying to keep the train of thought and like, and it just yes. got louder and louder. As people are walking by, I'm specifically trying not to make eye contact with them. So they know interrupting <laughs> us is not an option right now. <laughs> we're in the middle of didn't face him at all. He's no, like, I need this ladder. This guy's carrying. Okay. So no, that, that's, dude, okay. that's so, so the point, brilliant. So the point oh. that I, I don't want to lose. Cause I actually have to, I said this, I was like, this is, Oh, that is this is so key good. to what we were talking about earlier. When I leave certain interactions and I think like, remember we were saying like, Oh, I kind of, yes. that's when I am, my internal isn't matching my external. Here's a good example. Yes. Let's say I just, I just don't like you or there's some kind of tension between us because you did something and you never said sorry or, yes. you, or you borrowed my stuff and never gave it back and, or you borrowed money and never paid me back and we never talked about it. Like I never was like, forget about it, dude. Your friendship's more important than me. Let's yeah. just start over, blah, blah, blah. Like we just never, so we have this, things so but i but every time i see you i'm like rob what's up man and we hug and i'm like hey bro and like good to see you and then we talk and Mm -hmm. and then i leave but the whole time i was standing there i was going you're such a douche you know what i mean like why you know what i mean that's my internal dialogue and, not matching what i'm doing externally uh, and that creates this massive gap between like my authentic self i'm so yes. inauthentic and that's what i feel like when oh when i have to step up in a situation and be like I'm Mr. Confident, got it together, but inside I'm like, I'm so insecure right now, I'm crawling out of my skin. Yeah. Then I just leave those situations and I'm like, uh, you know? And that's what, so so what you were saying about like, how do you snap out of it? My reset is to align. So I'll start, when I talk to God, I'll say like, blah, 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 canned presentation prayer type thing. 
And then I, as I'm tired, I'll realize this, is, this isn't at all what I'm actually thinking about. Do you know what I'm saying? So yes. what happens is it's that reset is a, the aligning of myself. It's going, this is what's truly in my internal dialogue right now, and it's on my mind, and I'm so let me just say it out loud. And then it aligns, and that's my reset. Now I am, like, it could be uh, I'm in a terrible mood inside, or yeah. blah, blah, but, I'm, but I'm aligned so then I can deal with it. I'm not putting on a mask, or I'm not being an authentic, or I'm not trying to be a certain thing in a certain i'm resetting just like you said that's that's how i do it yes you know what i mean oh man this is so awesome because i've never been able to put it in words like that before and i totally relate with it because it's it goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning where it's not just the negative if you have if you have frustration inside of you and you have to pretend like you're super positive or whatever in that interaction it also goes the other way like when you have these really great deep thoughts about existence in the universe and life and interactions, but you feel like you're expected to be the goofy guy yeah. and you can't, there's not, I there's not oxygen for this you. This sounds so stupid to say, but it's like, I can't tell you how many times when, when my old friends, my, like my longtime friends introduce me to someone else. And every time they're like, this is my friend, Brett. He's like the funniest guy I know. Yes. And I'm like, and so they look at me like, Give me something, okay, buddy. Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? Like, let's <laughs> let's see what you got. Tell me, and I'm funny, instantly man. the least funny person yes. on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, how can you put that on me, man? You know, like, so yes. <laughs> I had that remind, thought. Yeah, just like what you were saying about like you, you can have this deep conversation. But then, you know what I mean? You have those yeah. two extremes of personality, you know? And it's like, I am immediately shut down when anyone says, like, this guy's really funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Man, no. I had that exact scenario uh, a couple months ago. I was playing at the Ice House um, mm. in Minneapolis. And uh, I say that like you don't know where the Ice House is. You know, it's on Nicolet. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll, I'll take right, it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Put me but on like the guest I, list I'm next on time stage. you're playing. Yeah, I'm on stage, and my buddy who I play, was playing with said, and it's it's great, they mean it as a compliment, uh, I'm sure, but they, he said, this, this is my bass player, Rob. Uh, he's one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. <laughs> and then he like turns around and looks at me on stage, <laughs> and I was totally at a loss for words i'm like do, do i say a joke now or do i like do i just like smack the microphone right, with my right. forehead just fall down <laughs> like steve martin <laughs> like i just <laughs> but this thought okay but the reason this is all funny is because it is this thought that i feel like everybody can relate with of like we all feel at times that there's someone we're supposed to be yeah and and i don't mean it's kind of the difference between guilt and shame. Like guilt can be a really positive thing. I think people get guilt and shame messed up where shame is never positive, right. but guilt is a good trigger sometimes that you did something that you need to figure out. So right. for me, it's like there's, there's the positive side of this where you check yourself and you realize there's a future me and I'm not aligned and I need to align myself with that who on that frequency of my own personal frequency. Mm-hmm. But then there's the other not positive thing of the external. Well, this is the frequency that other people are playing like best on, or this is what people mm. think I need to yeah. be. So then I'm trying to like align myself with a different thing that I think externally I'm supposed to be. Yeah. That's a really good point. I, 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 I feel I identify with that too because like I think one of the like I listen to what's uh, is it Ta- Taylor Johnson mm-hmm. right like that I listen to that podcast 
and I just was like, I always get like, I meet people who I, I think are like successful people. They're, they seem like people of character and they have like, they just have their stuff together. Maybe yeah. like so much more than me. And I'm, I'm automatically like, well, that's what I need to be doing. You know what I mean? I'm immediately like, I got to be more like that guy. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, <laughs> and it's just like, and then after a while I, I, I snap out of it. But you know, I, a lot of times I, I do feel like, I don't know, man, like, I when you mean, see someone that's totally in tune with themselves, at I least. feel like that's I like I have a crush on the guy. He's so like <laughs> yes. I'm not even like I'm yes. not saying like I mean, he's a good looking dude, but he just carry like when he came, I I did a a weekend with him, and I just I couldn't explain like I mean, the, the guy just had a thing. Like I was like, man, whatever that is, like that. I and it wasn't like envy in a sense that it wasn't something, but I was like, I want that whatever he's carrying around. Yeah, it is. It's not. Yeah. That's where I get confused because I thought for years, I, um, I, I actually, uh, miscommunicated that in my own mind to think I need to be, I want to, what I'm attracted to is the specifics of right. that, but it's actually someone that is, has confidence yeah. is holding themselves. So exactly. tuned. it's that I want to be that version of myself. Yes. It's like he yes. had a head start on, on reaching his future potential. self. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I started in a hole with like a, you know, you know what I mean? Like in debt and I've yeah. been, and I finally got now at 39, I'm at zero and now I can go from here. Do you know what? That's how I feel. Whereas like I see some people like, and this is yes. total perception. I'm not even saying this is how this is a reality. This is just my perception. When I meet people who seem like they really have to have it together, I think like, gosh, what, how did he, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and how'd you, yes, 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 I'm the same way. How'd you get this way? Are you, are you naturally like this? If you'd naturally just never, right. Never question yourself. I guess it's similar. Like you just go to the gym and there's some guy who's not on steroids. Who's just jacked who went to the gym three times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's stupid in one hand to compare yourself to that. But what you, but you, what you nailed was like, you're right. I don't. If, I, if you look at the guy who's, you know, super ripped and you're like, I need to figure out how to do that and I need to get there. Yes. Cut, that's you're then you're you're in the wrong yeah. place. But if you see someone who has a, a, a genuine, authentic confidence, maybe carries himself or seems like a person of character or, you know, what I mean, they will have like a, a vibe and you want to get to where your vibe is as authentic. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like not, oh, so it's not so their well vibe, but it's yours. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you're, you're not second guessing it all the time. You're not like, oh. yes. And I used to think I wanted their vibe. Like, so I would, I would see that and then I'd say, okay, what are the things about them that I can emulate the tactical right. things instead of maybe asking the even harder questions of what inside my own mind is what keeping were the me. things that they had in maybe in their life of adversity or, or maybe some character flaws that they had to deal with or see, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. they didn't just get handed it to them. Maybe they had some more opportunity, maybe not, but it, one way or another, they had to deal and do the deep yeah. searching, soul searching and develop themselves yeah. as a person. And who knows what happened right. to them. And that's what we need to do. We need to like, Maybe, and that's where I'm at with all these conversations that we've been having is I'm like at the place in life where I have to every day look in the mirror and be faced with things like this is, this is a thought today. Yes. These are things that I'm faced with. This is an example today. I wake up and I go, I'm not where I want or thought or hoped I could be. 
musically as far as like tangible success as well as my own personal development and I'm the only one to blame Hmm. because I look back on all the time that I've been playing and most of a lot of the time was spent like bad habits of drinking stupid you know making poor choices and not being disciplined I'm at that place in life I'm 39 you know what I mean like going to 40 here yeah and so anything in my life that's like that where it's like I wasted potential I wasn't disciplined now yes you have to get over that and you live today and stuff like that yeah but I do have those thoughts on a regular basis where I'm like gosh if I only and that's why I am so in tune with parking my car so future self can come out and get hooked up because for the last 15 years I haven't been hooking you're looking at Brett now yeah and past Brett wasn't thinking at all about future potential Brett yeah so here I sit every day with thoughts coming into my head going gosh if I would have if I could have if I you know what I'm saying yeah What's Brett in 10 years going to say? If I have anything to do with it, I'm going to be like, I'm so glad. I blah, blah, blah. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's the crossroad yeah. or the, the, the turning point. It's like the time I'm on the other side of the hill. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? Like, You're in this point of like reinventing <laughs> yourself. Or the, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going from being the guy who said, oh man, I really wish I would have to being like today I'm going to. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it's, and maybe some, and, yes. and when, when I'm talking about like, you know, a guy like Taylor or somebody like, I don't mean to b- pick on him or bring him up. Just somebody who you maybe looked at or thought like, maybe when they were 15, they decided to be that guy. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe, like, maybe they don't feel like that guy and I'm projecting that on them right. and it just, their vibe <laughs> makes me feel right. like that. Uh, yeah. Man, it's funny what you're saying now makes me think of the difference of being uh, proactive or reactive. Like mm. what, like this existence, uh, this, I, I always say this, um, this is a thought I've been trying to break down a lot lately. I've had this thought of, I am currently being born at this moment. Like maybe, li- maybe life and time isn't this linear line mm-hmm. that I'm right here and past me is back behind me and now future self is a ways away. What if it's already happening? What if it's ar- happening right now? What if I've already died? I'm being born right now. I'm living right now. So that makes sense in the sense of I've been, this, will ma- this is a tangent, but it'll make yeah, sense. Yeah. So I've thought about, I call myself a bass player. Right now, I'm not currently on stage playing bass, but I call myself a bass player because this person in the existence of my past has played bass on stage before. So I connect with that person saying, I'm a bass player, and I believe because of the past trajectory that at some point in the future, I will be playing bass again on a stage or just in my bedroom. So I call myself a bass player, even though I'm sitting here just with you. Right. So I've been thinking lately, at what point... Are, what am I connecting with? Am I, am I connecting and aligning myself with the past self? Like you were, like you were saying just a second ago, am I aligning myself in a reactive way with the past self who do, and just focusing on all the things I didn't do, mm-hmm. how I didn't hook myself up? Or am I focusing on the future self and aligning myself with that and being proactive 
within action. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes I, sense. kind of existential, but it makes sense. But we, we talked about this one time, like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and, and what we were, when we were, t- when we got real deep into, into time and all that, what, what I think what we came to was like, when you're stretched, reactive to the past and too focused on the future, you're too thin like you're stretched, you're, like you're still in the past and you're too in maybe fear of the future yes. is driving you. And then you're not in the now. Do you know what I'm saying? But when you're at that right balance of, you know, the past is always influencing you, but you make, but it informs you rather than causing you to self-doubt. And, yes. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. the future is in uh, is your potential. It's, it's a real thing to you, but it's also, but you're not in fear of it. So then you're you're finding the right balance and you're in relation to the past and future self at the proper like level. And yeah, that's like where you, you align. Ratio yeah, and then you align, align yeah. and you're in the now. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you're and you're moving towards your potential. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's I think that's where we where we got to on that idea that day. Yeah. I don't know what made you think of that. Oh, you were talking about the balance of well, just because you brought you brought up like the when we were talking about the past and yeah. like, you know what I mean, and and being like you know, I mean every day I have to, every day I have to deal with you know past Brett's decisions. Yeah, you know man. What I'm saying there's just things in my life where I'm like, they're just going to be part of you know yeah. every day going forward. Yeah, Dude, you know what I've been dealing with? Not to interrupt, but I no, feel like yeah. I've been with what you're saying is I've been dealing with the within the past few months of forgiving past Rob. Oh, isn't it? That's the that's an exercise. Yes. That's a really good point. Okay, so when I went through, we'll, we'll talk about this another time. But like when I went through, you know, I made some really bad choices in life and went yeah. down a, a really bad road. And I, you know, anyways, when I came out of that, mm-hmm. I had. I lost like everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. was basically starting over and I didn't like do anything to impress anybody. I just was by myself living by myself and I had kind of essentially ruined my life almost purposefully. Cause like, you know, yeah. just hated being, you know, it's almost like a self. Yeah. Self-destructive, self-destructive because yeah. I didn't like myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyways, my, my point is that like during that whole process, I had to get in touch with, how do I forgive? Because if you, because mm. I could feel myself, I was very bitter. I was very resentful because I was like all my choices that I had made, mm-hmm. plus some things that happened to me as mm-hmm. kid growing, all that other stuff. You pile all that stuff on, and I got a lot of people and things to f- forgive. You know what I mean? Oh and, yeah. And so I, I had this book, and it was called Total Forgiveness. But it was like this process, right? Mm-hmm. And it was for thinking of like other, others who had wronged you, forgiving them, asking God to not only just saying I forgive them, but asking God to bless them in spite of what they did to you. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Even if they don't know that you've forg- forgiven them like that. To, and mm-hmm. so I'm going through this process. And, it, and it's funny because it actually is, it's hard to pray or to say Let's imagine somebody did something really wrong to you mm-hmm. and you forgive them, but not only do you forgive them, but you want them to be blessed in yeah. spite of what they did. That's hard to say, but when yeah. you do it, it's this thing and it's this release. And when you, and when you do it and mean it and you know, you mean it, yeah. then you know, you've forgiven. Yeah. 
And so it, it starts with all the people that you can think of that you write all write down all the ways you've been wronged and you go yeah. through this process and then it comes down to, you know, your spouse and then it comes down to you. And then it and then you there's a step where it's like you forgive God. Hmm. And it's like that really hit me. Like that, that was really profound because I not saying God needs my forgiveness, but saying that I am holding resentment against God and the, because or of the things universe in my whatever, life. Right? Someone say, yeah, the, the, why did this happen to yeah. me when I was a kid? Why didn't I blah, blah, you know what I mean? And, yes. and, and regardless of how uh, incorrect that way of thinking is, I do carry that resentment. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So when I went, when I said, God, I forgive you. That was like this massive, like, it was like uh, the scene in the Grinch yeah. where like his heart <laughs> just, just like turned from a lump of cold. It was like, it was like oh, oh, I didn't feel my heart, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was, I, I got so bitter and resentful because I was carrying that around. Yeah. And so you're right. Every day, and this, might, this is a long tangent, but my, my point was like every day I have to do that for my past self. I have to, forgive myself and mean it. You know what I mean? And I want, and I have to know that I want myself to be blessed in spite of the choices that I made. And, and I have to have that same kind of grace for other people. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. when they continue to wrong me or someone does something wrong, I have yeah. to remember to not allow myself to be, because then what are we when we're bitter and resentful? We're fully aligned with past self, Right. Like you, that, yeah, that that's is a great point because you're bitter and you're resentful. You're in the, you're pulled way off. Of yeah. And you're not you're letting yourself be being pulled yes. to the future. Exactly. Yes. You know? Yeah. So that's a daily thing for me. Oh, uh, man, if you, okay, so you're 49 right now and you, it sounds like you're having 39. Oh, I meant 39. I'm trying not to be, so this, the noise over there sounds like someone's just been I taking know, a it, leak. Just, like we're in a bathroom. There's just a guy over there. <laughs> It sounds like, like with an large prostate trying yeah. to <laughs> just the tiniest trickle, just nonstop. <laughs> just the most distracting. <laughs> just feel like I want to turn around and say, dude, you doing all right over there? <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, I, okay. So uh, 39, I meant to so, say yes, 39. Yes. So the reason I said 49 or even 59 is because, so you're having this conversation with your past self, and yeah. which I, oh man, I love this because I, you're putting it in way better words than I have been able to put it in, which is giving me a ton of mental mental oxygen because I'm in the place of looking back at my past self and not saying you're a jackass for all the decisions yeah. or things I would have changed about myself, but realizing I I did the best I could. For some reason, it made sense to my brain to make all these de- decisions at that point in time, or maybe what if they were self-destructive, whatever it is, that was who I was, and I need to cut that person a break. Right. And so it's almost like this conversation backwards in a positive way, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So is there any, if you could imagine your 49 or 59-year-old self looking back, it was going to say something to you right now, like advice, I don't know. Is that would is there anything that pops into mind that you think your future self would be telling oh, you? Yeah, I mean, gosh, thank you. You know, like I can honestly see my future self just saying thank you. That's you know, that's almost makes me emotional thinking about it. But it's like <sighs> embracing the grind. 
you know, there's, there's this mm-hmm. kind of of a grind of life that can wear you down, but it's really kind of all we have. And what we were talking, we were talking about discipline. So the journey, the growth, the, the, you know, the f- musical muscle, like all yes. you really have is developing that because gigs come and go. And, you know, I mean, so all you really ultimately have is your own uh, mileage. Do you know what I'm saying? And, yes. And instead of like, wishing things were better or, you know, I, have recently embraced the grind. Like I wouldn't even, you know, we were talking about money the other day, like if someone gave you a million dollars, I'd be like, you know what? Dude, you're going to really mess up my whole thing I got going on right now by giving yeah. me a big pile of money not saying I would do anything wrong with it. I'm just saying I, I, I'm embracing the grind. I got to get up every day and I got to go out and I have to make find ways to produce income and help my family financially and raise my kids and all you know there's this grind of life that instead of resenting it i've embraced it and now i would miss it if it was gone if you just gave me a pile of money i moved down on a onto a beach somewhere i would just be like ugh, this is not (laughs) for me you know what i'm saying and i feel like i feel like future me is going to say thank you for embracing the grind you know what i mean thank you for becoming disciplined yes you know like just and in and, and all the areas that i can be i'm still working on it. i'm still trying to you know be more disciplined in certain areas but there are certain things that i've embraced yeah that i'm like this is a part of daily life this is a part of dis- this mm. is discipline of daily life you know what i mean of yeah. staying in this place of like this moving. is just life period right. this is there's no there's no end thing <laughs> right there's no there's no i mean it's not going to magically if it didn't disappear by the time we're in our 30s right now oh, there's no it's utopia not you know it's what i mean not gonna it's, happen. yeah and it's like what is so this is a good point it's like there's a, a guy his name is jordan peterson but he's he's always talking about like life is suffering there's a, yes. a certain element of life that is just suffering it's like something in some people's lives are suffering and malevolence on top of just you know what i mean like yes. some people are in a massive hole and some people have it better in certain ways but ultimately they're no matter where you are there is an element of suffering even to the point where you are going to die no matter how amazingly blessed yes. your life is or how rich you are you're going to die because there's a certain amount of suffering in life but what can you do in life that adds meaning to the point that makes whatever level of suffering you're at worth it? Do you know what I mean? And it's only really meaning that does that. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not, there's not anything else that can really, uh, make suffering worth it. Yeah like meaning can so if you have meaning in your life like you're you have a meaning or you you know what i mean that or then pur- you, yeah it, or a purpose and it, yeah. it basically balances out the suffering in your life you endure because your life has meaning you sacrifice yes because it gives you know you sacrificing is a small form of suffering you know what i mean because you could have pleasure now you could but you sacrifice and you suffer just a little bit because it gives your life meaning. Man, that ties you know? in everything too because what you were saying earlier about having this focus of your future self or whatever it is, goal. Like if you have this goal of doing Tough Mudder race, like you yeah. have this focus and then you don't have to be like, well, should I eat this pizza right now or work out today? It's a no-brainer right. because right. this is what you do. You're focused on this end thing. Yes. I don't know if I'm, I'm reading no, to that sure. in a weird and way. Like but I'm focused on the, on the pu- pr- future potential stuff. And I'm not saying this like it's some fake thing i made up i literally it's a real in my mind i can 
uh, envision it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can... Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're saying the deepest thing. <laughs> this, this, this is such a funny area this. because, like, people just work here. Like, there is... Like, we're invisible. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter <laughs> what we could be. Thing. We could be performing could be an operation, naked, yeah. like open heart surgery right now. Yeah. So just be this guy just trumps oh, through I'm it. sorry. Am I interrupting? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the middle of saying the deepest thing ever. Oh, that's so good. Uh, it's, it's, it's been fun, like, the last couple of weeks of the conversations that we've been having. Dude, this know, is so, crazy. Yeah, we've yeah. gone so long without... Um, without playing together or having these conversations. Right. Um, man, I feel like I want to, there's so many other questions I have and we probably don't have much time because right. we get going. I have like, so instead maybe, instead of diving into more questions, because maybe we should make a part two of this mm-hmm. and, and do this again. Um, we're just probably going to have to carry that around all the time when we're on. on yeah, we should. I will. If I <laughs> see that we're on, all right, I tell you what, next time we're on together, I'm just going to bring right. it and we'll sit down again. Yeah. Uh, it'll be the new, it'll be a new, uh, recurring theme. Yeah. I sit down with you, man. Uh, all right, here, here's how I'm walking away. Totally changed in this conversation all right. is what you've taught me right now is, this idea of aligning myself with my own frequency and how to find that frequency, mm-hmm. right? Like looking backwards and forwards and but staying properly aligned with your present self right. while working towards future being like you said, letting your future self pull you towards right. it. Um, but, and not letting myself get out of tune with exit, um, external interactions with people mm-hmm. because that is a really big struggle for me. Uh, we were talking about interacting with people and maybe this is the thing. I don't, I wonder if right when we first started having this conversation, you alluded to being goofy around people because you said you felt the need where you need to like make things lighthearted mm-hmm. and be this certain thing. And for me, I relate to that in a way not to get too deep because we probably just only have a few more minutes. Um, but I think I relate to that because that started as a kid for me, without diving into family stuff, mm-hmm. I'll just say there were some family dynamics that I found myself having to be the kid who felt like I had to diffuse the situation. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, and I, oh, I don't. I dude, wonder yeah, if you've absolutely. ever felt yourself. I think that I think you're that has come always comes from a place of pain. If you feel driven to constantly bring light to it, that was you can't constantly function in such a dark environment and my only thought always was to like figure out a way to anytime I was in a situation where I had any kind of control Mm -hmm. I was going to keep it light so I could be in kindergarten and I'd be like go to school see some kids or have some trouble I'm at home and it's chaos so as soon as I get out of there I'm like every environment I go into I'm like lifting it up oh you're having a rough day here you know what I mean so yes yes, I absolutely that's what comes from a place of pain and it was a, a survival thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, it, it's just kind of how I developed. You know Which is saying? a really, and then it's actually a huge, huge benefit, a huge tool. Yeah. And I'm really glad I exist in that, but I don't, I, I feel like this conversation has helped me to recognize and appreciate that side of me, but not be confined to only that side. Yeah. 
And if it, the time calls for that and that's the natural thing, I want to be goofy or whatever. I want to be that way. Yeah. Because I feel I can go hard the other direction, especially like these podcasts where I'm either being goofy with you and like hang out with friends or if I'm doing a serious podcast conversation, I'm being really serious <laughs> and no goofiness. So I feel like I just want to embrace both sides. Yeah. After this, I'm going to just think about that a lot of how can I fully be myself and in tune with myself yeah i'm thinking about it that's like what i'm trying to do every day you know yeah like in 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 what we've been talking about is it does the same thing to me it just makes me think like how can i wake up each day and be me yeah you know what i'm saying and 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 don't let everything else dictate like what that means yes you know what i'm saying yes just that's kind of yeah if we if we figure out how to get there it'll be it'll be pretty sweet (laughs) <laughs> man that's uh, i it is the cool thing about this is the cool thing about having these conversations is and recording it and putting them out in the universe yeah is that it sticks and i mean i would it would be so awesome for like us to when we're 49 59 yeah. you're talking about your future self saying thank you uh i would love to look back and be oh, like that's this like, is yeah okay started. so like what if like okay it's like 10 years yeah we'll get together we'll listen to this yes and yeah. talk about it i just want to say hi future brett Yes. <laughs> that was super lame. Uh, I, even hey, in this, hey. See, even in this moment, hey dude, I, <laughs> hey dude, how's it going, Future Brad? Hey, Future Rob. I hope I hope I'm still alive. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you're still alive too. <laughs> you know what else? I hope I have my hair. Yeah, man. That'd be cool. See, see that is there's another. Thing. I'm going. I'm going gray pretty fast. And Sarah's, what if my future self right now is just like, oh, uh, like just running my fingers <laughs> through three strands of hair yeah. that I have left? And I say to your future self, listen, just cut it off. Just own yeah, it. Yeah. Go for the buzz. Just go. But you get the sweet facial hair, so you can just do no hair on top with the ponytail. That's, that'd be the sweet way to go. I want to say, uh, future Brett, you are making some poor life decisions. In relation to your hair. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a future bred as a sound guy. He's bald with a ponytail. <laughs> Smokes a lot of marijuana. No. Yeah. Oh, no, that's so no, funny. it's great. Dude, let's, um, yeah. let's do this again. Let's do it. Let, yeah. I, I, hope like, I hope if anybody even hears this, I know there's a lot of rambling on, but yeah, even if it doesn't go anywhere, yeah, it's been cool. It's really been cool for me to have somebody to like bounce these ideas off oh. of. And yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? That's been the best part about, about yes. this, you know what I mean? Oh, man, so, it's way so I mutual. Really, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, way mutual. Uh, yeah, okay, if someone if someone was, like, listening to this and they they just wanted to shoot something, like, on social media, be like, yes, I'm in the same way, that encouraged me. Because I feel like if if someone listening to this feels like a fraction of the mental oxygen that this conversation has given me, it could change someone's trajectory yeah so like if someone wants to reach out to you are you like what's a social media thing yeah i, on I only have facebook i don't, I don't really yeah. know how to do anything else so it's just brett lacoste on facebook you know, <laughs> look me like, up <laughs> <laughs> uh, see okay this is great this is an example of myself aligning myself to someone else's frequency and the only reason i asked you that is because all the popular podcast interviews i listen to everybody's like hey so where can people get a hold yeah. of you and that's just what you're supposed to do <laughs> you can call me Seven six three. You can uh, uh, you can add me on yeah. MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MySpace dot so com slash Brett Lacoste rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me because I'll be in your top eight. <laughs> They'll wiggle my way in that. This is like you have a really sparkly profile. Yeah. Aside. 
cool. <laughs> We're talking about that. We have this great conversation about being your authentic self. And then you're just staring at me, turning into somebody like some news anchor. So yeah, I just yeah. want to say ending this, uh, Brett, thanks for coming on the yeah, show. Yeah. And <laughs> if any of you want to reach out to Brett, he's got yeah, a Patreon yeah. account. Yeah. Feel free to <laughs> feel free to send me some money. Feel free to send me some money. Yes. Maybe that's future That'll help you. me get to f- my future self a lot yeah. quicker. Maybe your future self is saying thank yes. you because they are hooked up with all the exactly. money. Because this week you're starting and, Patreon. And I parked back facing <laughs> forward. Saved myself some time. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Cool. Dude, we literally we'll have, we yeah, have to be on stage get back in 10 to work. <laughs> let's get back to work. <laughs> all right. Thanks, dude. Hey guys, this is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented, or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact, and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done or contact info for this guest or any of the others, head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this. We have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool. You can click on it. You can see where these have done. If you want to go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself, that's right there. Or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show. I'll show. Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan, whatever you, you, you know, the drill. All right. Enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, (laughs) I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast or else I'd have to tell you podcasting makes me thirsty and nothing quenches a podcast thirst whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast. Nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness? I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness because it truly is made of more. That's all. All right. That's it. Thanks. Uh, I love that crap. All right. Have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. (laughs) Say the most random thing you can think of. Yell it. I got nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. (laughs) Perfect.